Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Let's talk about speed of service. And to people that are in the food industry, it's also referred to as SOS, speed of service. A couple of weeks ago, a traveling food truck of a franchised food truck brand came to our little community and they proceeded the visit with a ton of social media to ensure their visit to our little area was a rousing success. They sell a very pricey seafood product and they have spent mega money to market themselves both locally and nationally. As one might expect, the turnout was overwhelming for the average food truck. And sadly, they prove themselves to be just that, average, and really below average. Their first problem began with every single post they made on social media ended with this little blurb about, please download our app. We will accept orders when the food truck is scheduled to open. Smart move, because it allows the guests to basically be their own cashier. They need one less employee, because that app does the pre-ordering. Let's them know how much food to prepare, and it lets them know what's going on. So Melissa and I arrived about 30 minutes before the advertised opening of this food truck, and it already had a line. It was 57 people deep. And yes, I counted every single one of those, because that's what I do. When I go to check out a food truck, I have a stopwatch, and I got paper, I'm taking notes, and I'm counting human beings in their line. The food truck was already in operation, so they opened ahead of their scheduled time. Good for them. So we watched this line move very, very slowly. The end of the line stayed around 55 to 62 people deep for our entire visit. But what the food truck staff couldn't see was the number of people that joined the line only to leave it after seeing how slowly the line was moving. Overall, they lost 42 people while they were waiting on the opportunity to place an order. So 42 people joined the line and then got out of it because it was moving too slow. Long lines are never a good thing for the guest. The only people that like long lines are the ones that are more interested in making money than they are having great guest service. At the official opening time, we tried to place an order, but the app wasn't working. So we just assumed that, you know, that long line, a whole bunch of people were jumping on the app so they could get the heck out of that slow-moving line and place that order. So we figured their computer network was just being overloaded. So we continued to time the serving line and then listen to people that were getting their food to hear what they had to say. Now, what I will say is the food was coming off the truck fairly quickly. Once you got to place an order, you got your food relatively fast. But considering the menu is mainly scoop and serve, it was really, really slow. On average, once the order was placed, it was taking six minutes to get the food. And that's not bad at all. And when you compare that is fast to other food trucks, but really for the type of food they were selling, it's really slow. That shows to me a lack of hustle on the part of the people inside the food truck. Many people that we talked to claimed to have been waiting 90 minutes, and a few were saying two hours or more. 
Each of these people arrived after the food truck started service. So they were at the mercy, the complete and utter mercy of how slow or how fast the staff was moving on that food truck. And you know, people like to exaggerate, so I really didn't pay much attention to 90 minutes and two hours. But we did have a stopwatch running, and we would soon find out what the real time was. 30 minutes after the scheduled opening, we tried the app again, and it still wasn't working. And that was making me think at that point that someone didn't turn the app on because they saw the long line and didn't want to confuse themselves with orders coming in through the online ability and then having real people ordering in real time. But our stopwatch was still running and the line still remained between 55 and 62 people the whole time. But like I said, as many people were joining the line as we're leaving it and we're leaving it unfed. So one hour into timing them, the app still wasn't working. And I'm convinced at this point it was just turned off. It was never ever active. And the line started to move even slower. Getting the food up was starting to stretch into the eight and nine minute mark. And people were piling up on the other side of the pickup window. So that shows that they were going slower and slower on the inside. The orders were no more bigger than than the original set that we saw because people were being handed one or two bags and they were just walking off and that stayed consistent. But this, the speed with which the food was being made slowed down. So 90 minutes after the official serving time, the app was still down and our starting point guest for the line had moved forward only about half the length of that original line. He was certainly a patient dude. He was a real snappy dresser too. The reason I was able to pick him out of the crowd so easily, he was a bigger gentleman. He was wearing a vivid red flowered shirt and it looked exactly like the kind of shirt you'd see a beach tourist wear so we knew exactly who he was at this point though we've been sitting there way too long so we decided to go get something to eat so we got in our truck drove three miles to chick-fil-a that has a dual line of cars and there were 16 cars in front of us we got our food drove to a parking lot and ate our dinner and all this time my stopwatch is still running we drove back to the food truck and lo and behold, the red-shirted guest was still three people away from being able to order. We had hoped the poor guy had already been fed, because we got fed at least. But no, he was still withering away in that line, waiting on Grandma and Grandpa to scoop some seafood salad onto a bun and hand it to somebody. Remember, my stopwatch was still running. Mr. Redshirt finally got to order, and ten minutes later was able to break free of the inconsiderate service this truck was providing. Grand total service time, two hours, eight minutes. When you break it down in an average, they were moving the line every two minutes, 25 seconds. If you listen, listened to my podcast, you know that is a very leisurely pace. And actually, it's slow. Extremely slow. And why? Because of the complete and utter lack of hustle on the part of the people inside that food truck. Oh, and the app never worked the entire time they were serving. We even asked them about it the next day, and they said the move into the central time zone rendered the app unable to take online orders. So, not only are they so slow, but they insult the intelligence of their guests by saying something that cannot possibly be true. In the week after this nonsense, I happened to talk to a high-level programmer from Google, and he confirmed changing a time zone should not have been an issue for the most basic of food service app. So, what kind of scam are they running? Just admit it, we turned it off. We were too overwhelmed. I'd rather somebody tell the truth than to make up some story. And if it is true that their app is incapable of changing time zones, why are they paying money for it? I mean, the United States has several time zones. You think this would have been encountered long before now. 
The question I'm sure you have is what could they have done to move that line faster and not lose all those guests that they did lose? Well, first, based on the social media buzz they created and the amount of food that they did bring, they knew they would be busy. Now, they did run out of some products during that service that night, but it was late into the service and they didn't run out of everything they brought. So they knew they were going to be busy. They chose not to care how busy they were. Second, they knew the app wouldn't work because guess what? We weren't the first city in the central time zone they came to. So they knew the app was non-functional, but they listed it on their social media saying, hey, download the app. It'll be easier on you. No, it's not. And they knew it wasn't working. So knowing those two facts, the speed of service was 100% within the control of the food truck. I would have, had I been running that food truck, and Melissa and I talked about this the whole time we're watching that ridiculously slow turtle paste line, we'd have got somebody off that truck out into the line, moving up and down the line to take the orders. In fact, since this is a franchise with multiple trucks, that means staffing wouldn't have been an issue either. They could have brought way more people than they did to keep that truck fully staffed with people that were energetic and moving the food through the truck. I would have had a second person outside of that truck helping to take orders. And then also as the line waned, which it should have because two people out there taking the orders would have made the line disappear. Then that second person could have went back in and started helping the kitchen or help expedite the food to get it into people's hands. Because remember, the majority of their menu is scoop and serve. Very little cooking. I would have had the kitchen so full of people that they were just moving food, not moving themselves. No stepping, no reaching. Just slide it down to the next person. The product that they sold on average for one product, this is a hot dog size sandwich with a scoop of lobster on it, $22. So do you think labor's a problem for them? All this truck wanted to do was rake in a bunch of money because they knew they were going to be gone tomorrow. They didn't have to care about guest service. They didn't have to care about being fast because they won't be back tomorrow. And if it damages the brand, eh, big deal. We don't have a truck in this area full time. Who cares? We'll just laugh on the way to the bank and make that deposit. So let's add some more insult to the injury. This franchise is returning to the central time zone next week. And they're still recommending on their social media to download the app to place your order when the truck officially opens. So Melissa asked them on their social media, has the app been fixed? We would love to come visit you. And they said, no, the app will not be working. So Melissa asked, why are you posting it on your social media if you know it's not going to work? So what did they do? Deleted her post. And then every time she reposted it, they deleted it. This company has forgotten the first part of guest service the guest. They are not focused on getting better as a business. All they see is the excitement surrounding the novelty of their menu, and that's a validation for their business plan. But they forgot to remember one key component, building repeat business. The company owners did a pilot for a TV show a couple of years ago, and the premise of the TV show was to help failing food truck owners improve. The show was ridiculously boring to watch. It lasted exactly one episode, so the pilot never got picked up. But one of their talking points to this dude they were trying to help him with his food truck was, hey, you've got to have great speed of service. I guess they forgot to put that in their ops manual when they were franchising out. As a business, they've lost their way. The owners are more focused on getting themselves on TV than they are actually taking care of the people that literally pay their bills. Don't make that mistake in your business. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. 
Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.